Hey guys, it's me, Jen. And I'm Liam, and welcome to Unlimited Time Magic. Where the magic is you. Enjoy the episode, and we'll see you on Main Street. Bye! in my bones. Love, actually. What a good film. It's true. It was a good film. Hey, I liked Jen, Love, actually. Jen, Jen are you hey. feeling it? No. Uh, I had nothing to drink last night. To clarify, okay. the last time yeah. I had anything to drink was two days ago, where I had okay. exactly one glass of wine. I think I was party. there for it. And I am friggin' hung over. I feel that. My, I am like puffy. I am like tired. I can't quite get back on track. So right. what I should have done. <laughs> For the sake of you, dear viewer, what I should have done is say, hey, Liam, I think I'm too tired to do this, but nope, we're going to do it anyway. In fairness all- to us, we literally were going, like I had it on my calendar that we were supposed to film a, a, another episode together yesterday. And if we had done that, Jen, mm-hmm. I think you would have killed me in my sleep. No, I, I'm thinking of doing that anyway. Welcome to episode 11 of Unlimited Time Magic. Happy, happy opening week was just incredible. We yeah. saw and met a lot of you because uh, we, of course, did Not So Scary this last week. So it was Halloween, Halloween, and we're not even done because we have Boogie Boogie Bash in like two and a half weeks, three weeks. I think that's the other reason why I am so like, I'm hey. not, I'm, I feel like you're supposed to feel after a vacation. But Mm -hmm. that was a lot. Like I was going to bed last night and I was thinking about, I am, as we have acknowledged many times, like an overstimulated two-year-old. Like I just (laughs) get like too much. And even when it's all good, when it's just too much, I start to just feel like I'm carrying a box of rocks around on my back, you know, just like this. Oh my gosh. So between the cruise, which was very exciting and amazing. And so many people came up and talked to me on the cruise, which was- It was the Jen LaForge cruise. I, You know what I'm afraid of, Liam? <laughs> Did you ever see the movie Soap Dish with Sally Field and Whoopi Goldberg? Yeah. There's this scene in Soap Dish where um, she's in a bad mood, so Whoopi has to take her to the Parambus Mall so that people will recognize her. <laughs> <laughs> you just like can't get over the high of people <laughs> recognizing snorted. you? It's horrible. It like messes with your head. Oh my gosh, it's right. terrible. And, and the best part is I've seen all, a lot of interactions at Disney World when people recognize you. And it's always like, it, at least I've never, I haven't, ex- knock on wood, experienced like a bad, like overzealous, you know what I'm saying? Like over- I know, but I, I really like it. That's the problem. <laughs> and then I like go to my Publix and I'm like picking up the black and white cookies in my pub sub and the lady will like, yeah, hand me back my sandwich and be like, here you go. And I'm like, oh, thank you so much for watching. And she's like, ma'am, I just handed you a sandwich. What do you mean? It's a really, really lovely week meeting a lot of you. And this episode, you're going to get a full not so scary review. We're going to talk about Jen's cruise a little bit more. And mm-hmm. I also really want to touch on, Jen kind of already touched on it, the whole idea too of, you know, we talk about this in the show a lot of like expectations because uh, our kind of funniest moment when it came to like, I don't know, not only our like relationship, but it's such a stupid little moment too of like, we were in line for mine train and in true Jen LaForge fashion, she's like, in fairness, we joined the line because it was 30 minutes because it was weather 101 and then it came back up. 
And Jen was like, we're doing it. I was like, sounds great. I don't care. Um, and we were in the line and I used my Disney deduction skills. And by the time we got to Merge, which is the place where Lightning Lane and Standby meet, um, I was like, oh, we're going to miss the dessert party. Like we're going to miss the firework viewing that Jen paid for. Yeah. So with the, kind of not the reason we were there, but like a big reason why we were there. And so, um, and Jen, I think, I think it's secretly or like your mothering skills right underneath everything. You're like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but we have to go. Cause Jen looked at me, she goes, are we going to make it? And I was like, nope. And she was like, she was like, okay. It was like, I was giving her bad news. She was like, okay, yeah. but that's fine. Because, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We have to go. I'm sorry. We have to go. And I was like, yeah, no, I agree. No, we have to go. She was like, I'm sorry. I was like, I, I live here. <laughs> So you will also get a review of the dessert party, which was really, really interesting. Liam, Liam got to see me in like top form because you can all, I mean, it's not like I'm a fake person anyway. I'm always very much who I am, but right. you know how sometimes like you're, you're nice to people, like you should be nice to people that you're with. And Liam got to get me in my like completely exhausted, like there's no filter left. You know who I turned into? Um, the old lady on Golden Girls, the really old one, Sophia. <laughs> yeah, but it'd be, not really. No but, but it's but it's like so funny of like, but I think in that moment, it was a really good, like, just like, it was a micro like lesson of like uh, two different, like you thought my expectation was, I really wanted to go on mine train. And I was like, I was just so disappointed. And well, um, I also hated for us though, that we stood in that friggin' line for 40 whole minutes of the party. It wasn't right. 40 minutes. Liam even is like, Jen, it wasn't even, I don't even was think like, it was I think 20 it, minutes. It, no, no, it, it, it was longer than what it was posted. Anyways, I just was like, yeah, we're going to be late. And then, so it was like, it was just a lesson too, of just like holding expectations in a theme park, especially yeah. for Halloween parties and that can yeah, kind of go for stressful. Christmas parties too right yeah they are. it's stressful because it's like it's it, you feel the sand going through the hourglass you <laughs> know what exactly I mean exactly what it feels like and yes. everything is really um packed very closely together yeah so you don't have so a normal theme park touring day there's plenty of margin to to redirect you know if you miss something you can circle back if an attraction right. goes down you can circle back during the parties there is no margin so right. if you have, that is why every time I talk about the parties, I'm like, you have to set the priorities and you have to stick with the priorities. Right. And Which we did do. We did do because what had happened was the first parade was canceled due to weather which meant that the normal flow of the evening, which is typically people go to the first parade and then they watch the fireworks and then they either ride attractions or they head home. But instead, everybody stayed around the hub area in order to watch the set, the fireworks and then the second parade. And it just changed some of the dynamics. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to ask you, yeah. what was your, I know what my like favorite moment of the whole night was. Mm. What was your favorite moment of the night? And not, not about, you can't say just being with me. I know, I know. Like, <laughs> Skipping mine train. Skipping um, mine train. No, uh, my favorite moment of the night was probably the firework viewing area, like 10, 15 minutes before the fireworks. Because I'm not a huge fireworks person. However, at the beginning of the night, I was like, whenever I pay for a Halloween party, I always say, let's do the specialty things first. And then if we want to do rides, we'll do rides. I wanted to do Space Mountain in the dark because that's just something special that they do. It was horrific and not in a fun way. Two thumbs way down. 
like I don't I wouldn't do it again it hurt like it hurt because mm-hmm. it's like it, it's it, yes it obviously it's in pitch black but the minute that your eyes finally adjust to the pitch black is like halfway through the, the ride and by the time you get to the dips like they kind of like dip dips you know it's not like a drop but they're dips um how many times can I say dip um new, drink, new drinking game the, for oh dip is not in who framed roger rabbit dip maybe that's the movie that scott and i saw on our first date and that's what you'll watch on your last date happy halloween no um but do you know what i'm saying it was during those dips that like my back hurt because i didn't know when they were coming and usually your body can kind of like be ready for them mm-hmm. but anyways beside the point back to my favorite moment which my favorite moment is the is when I looked out in the sea of people and it was just us two quietly in an empty hub grass. Yes, this is what I said to Liam. Um, Cause we we did the dessert party, which we was did. like a hundred dollars. So you already paid, I'm, I'm rounding, but in a nutshell, you already paid a hundred dollars for the party. And then we paid a hundred dollars for the dessert party. Right. So this was a $400 night for the two yeah. of us. So, however, both of us, tend to, I think Liam less than, than me, but I get, ang- I have anxiety when crowds are really, really bad, when people are packed in. Right. Same. Ha- the Halloween parties are notoriously bad for this. And it's not that the whole park is crowded. There are plenty of places in the park that were very uncrowded, but like the main hub area is just jammed. Always. The entire, entire party. So when we first got to the hub grass, that was when we did our Patreon live stream. I was laughing and saying that it was like a dog park because we had our own little space and there was like nobody in there. So you had all this chaos going on all around us, but it was right. this quiet area. And the thing with the dessert party is you have access to that area from eight o'clock until after the fireworks. So if you had like a neurodivergent child, or if you yourself are neurodivergent, um, to just have an open space of grass where you can step away. Right. Even if you didn't eat one dessert or have one glass of wine, that might be worth it for you because right. I really felt so much less fatigued from the experience because we had those multiple moments where we were away from the crowds, but we were still right. in the magic. So you could right. still see everything and hear everything, but you were just like set, um, you know, a little bit well, of like it goes back to like those expectations, right? Like we literally started the night, uh, what? We went over there starting on 5.45, six o'clock. It was like uh-huh. a little bit later than we could get in. Right. Um, but like I said, I, I personally wanted to set the vibe of like, it's chill. Like whatever we're doing tonight, I'm happy to be with my friend. I hate dressing up. I just don't like wearing long pants to places and typically dressing up means long pants. And but well, we I did, know normally you prefer clothing optional situations, clothing optional, and yes. um, but Bibles out, Bibles out, girls. <laughs> um, no, but I, I, we did like cute out like themed outfits, we didn't yeah. do costumes, but we did yeah. themed outfits, and it was super cute. And I said, We, we were adorable, we were I'm jungle stickers, those yeah. photos, and it's going to be, guess what the thumbnail of this video because yeah. that's how strongly I feel about this. Which videos. one are you going to use? The one with the monkeys? The photo pass oh, that one? That one's really that cute. One, I think oh my we gosh. should do that one. 
And I literally knew which one. We ran into so many incredible cast members who a lot of the time, I don't flaunt that I'm a cast member. Like, it's okay if you do. I don't give a crap. However, I like to, I started as a guest. I know that I will end as a guest. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, except for I flaunt that you're a cast member. Like you everyone, also, when we meet, I'm like, he works here. <laughs> he works here. So he knows. And I'm literally like, you're like, nothing no up. and nothing beats when we did our patreon live stream on our instagram so we uh the patients have their own special instagram page where we can have direct contact with all of them and the jen is telling every cast member that we see to get into the hubgrass that we're doing a patreon live stream like well we're doing a live stream so you understand we i need did to do that i did do and that why did i ca- do that and the cast members are like this great no that was definitely my favorite night uh favorite part of the night yeah. Because both Jen and I said at the beginning, the specialty big hitters, right. that's the crappy thing. It's the margin of error that Jen was talking about. Yeah. You have to prioritize because you can't do everything. And if you make a mistake and you end up on the other, well, no, the, here's we the problem. If kind you of, make a mistake like, about your viewing thing and you're on the uh, other side of the park, I heard from somebody who said that they literally basically missed the fireworks because they made a logistical error and they were just in a bad spot for to get any good viewing and it there is no making it up like it's over it's done that's all you got so um okay my my favorite part of the night was um the the second um sanderson sister show which is not what it's called but that's what i call hocus it. pocus villain spooktacular Spel- because we had such oh no which one is my favorite is that part my favorite or was our parade viewing area my favorite the parade because was really had, special and i have not had that good of seats well not we were standing obviously but because they were little kids in front of us yeah. Um, and, and we will like push them when they were in our way. Just like elbow, elbow, <laughs> me, me. Asserting Not my true. dominance with 12 year olds. Not true. I, I'm the uh, now. But we had like a clear shot. I mean, we were yeah. so, and because we watched over in the Frontierland area, we were so Which close. is my favorite part. I don't watch on Main Street unless we were it is Main Street Electrical Parade. But we were so close. I mean, I've never seen, um, so the, the waltzing ghosts are my favorite element in really any parade anywhere. Right. And their choreography was so amazing. They were so on point as of course they are. Um, but speaking of choreography, that was like my theme of the night because we were pretty close to the stage for the Sanderson sisters show and the, the dancers in that show. I remember them being good. I don't remember them being that good. So that show, it's like, obviously it's the vocalists because um, for those of you that don't know, I always tell people this because I don't think they appreciate it. Um, The actual like villain characters are voiced over, but the vocalists that play the three Sanderson sisters are all performing live. And those songs are not easy songs. Like even I was thinking about Sarah, the Come Little Children song, these are demanding vocal parts. And the fact that they are so good that people don't know that they're singing live. I mean, right. come on. No, yeah. So, and the, the way that we were so close, we could see every, I was just, yeah, the, those. And really when you think about it, Liam, if you, if you took, so the party's five hours, right? Really an hour for the parade. By the time you get in position, wait, watch the parade and clear out from the parade, right? right. I mean, all told. Um, we did the dessert party. So that was probably an additional 30 minutes. Right. And then the Sanderson sister show was about another 30 minutes by the time, again, you're getting there. Like you, the, the time just 
it just flicks deducts, away. Right. Yeah. So if you have kids that are like, he needs to get Space Mountain and Thunder Mountain and Splash Mountain. They can get it. You can do it all. Truly, you can ride it all. If you said rides are the priority, there's some really cool overlays, including actors in the Pirates of the Caribbean queue and on the ride. Uh, there are some really cool overlays. Obviously, Space Mountain's uh, in the pitch black. Um, so there's some really great ride overlays, but Jen and I just didn't care because we we're always there. So it doesn't matter. Right. So I, I said to right. myself, I'm not a big firework fan, but I want to watch the fireworks. And, the and they fireworks were so were good. So good. So brilliant. And the projections um, are so good. And Jack, Jack Skellington. Skellington. So innovative and so cool. I don't remember the last time I saw that. And when we watched the parade, the parade, like I, I looked at Jen and said, this is my first parade back since the yeah. pandemic. It's like, so it has to have been about three years. I, cause I haven't seen Festival of Fantasy. We didn't really see the Christmas parade when that was a thing last year, cause it got rained out. So right. I, I think this is technically my first one. And, and Jen oh. was like, technically same. And I was like, that's, that's crazy. It was and so, we couldn't so have good. had a better experience as far and as just being able was, to see them. Right, and they, the they came up to us. Like, I can't wait to go through that footage because I, they came so up to us so many times and just the the pageantry of all of that again Liam and I both are very tuned in to the performers and the cast members and how amazing they are and it's it's just yeah it's like nothing you know, and, else and the, the world. and the choreography is hard like it's so hard. there's a lot of parade tracks at some point like a lot of parade uh, parade roles that are difficult it's hard like it's always hard but but imagine doing choreography. It's the, so the waltzing hard. choreography. So the waltzers and the um, candy cane with the twirler. Those which, two, which segments. are relative, which are relatively new. The candy cane twirlers the last maybe five six years. It's those not, would be hard in a room stationary. Right now, take that choreography and move it into a moving parade, and all of the 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 stops and starts, which are not consistent, by the way, because that all depends on the flow of traffic. So they're either. I mean, there's just there's Sorry, a lot of facets. It's just a lot a lot of, of walking and chewing gum going on <laughs> and we we were at a corner technically that bridge yeah. between uh the hub and uh liberty right where are we where yeah are we? no we, we were we were right in front of the christmas shop is yeah where right we in front were. of the christmas yeah. shop which i always recommend it's right next to the um ADA seating, the uh, disability seating. Mm -hmm. um, it's just really, really lovely. It's even if it was super crammed in there and everyone was there, it, it wouldn't be that bad. You can only fit like three rows of people in front of the Christmas shop. Somebody right. was sitting on the carriage in front of the Christmas Which shop. Which actually, that, that was cute. Like I kind of like, thought, that is guys. a smart person. Cause now you're sitting and you're allowed to sit and you look awesome. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it's great. And with style. And what with a, style and grace. Oh, now I have an idea. I kind of want to stake that out for the Christmas parade. Cause that would be awesome. <laughs> Yeah, literally. Um, and the um, and to touch on the Sanderson sister, sister show again, which is called I, the Hocus Pocus Hocus, Villain Spectacular. Spectacular. Spectacular, maybe. I don't. We know. don't know. Um, the beginning section for the dancers, I call it the dancer prologue. Yeah. Uh, it, before the Sanderson sisters come out, I think it changes every single time I look at it. I I don't remember it. And so either it changes or it was just really, really freaking good. And I'm, and I'm just gonna like, tell you, you better dance. I, that was just some sexy people. It, <laughs> Can I say that? 
And I thought the um, the writing of the show, because the writing small bits have changed. That's my only worry with the show is that it's going to get outdated fast, and then they'll oh, just get rid of good. the characters. But the the little comedy bits that they did add to the show, also, I thought Mary added a lot of funny bits, a lot of little things that didn't like whenever she like turned a corner with choreography, she went zoom. <laughs> so stupid and every single time she did it i said that's the third time she's done it and i still think it's funny the again the dessert party is oh yeah let's talk about the let's talk about the dessert party if you drink a lot (laughs) it's great it is unlimited it is literally unlimited alcohol unlimited time unlimited that's what i call this so they had um a couple of different beers a couple of different white wines a couple of different red wines and then like a specialty drink and then they had martinelli's and then they had a whole slew of like that uh jungle juice that you really like it's yeah it's called that but that's what it's like it depends on the place you get it it's jungle juice it's mad hatter juice it's all these kind of things um and then they had coffee and tea which i was really impressed with that because they had like a really good tea selection, like a, a wide variety. It just wasn't black tea and green. It was like no, orange have, slice magnolia They had like orange branch. pico and they had like amazing. <laughs> right. And then um, the desserts were okay. I didn't oh, have any desserts that I could I should have done like. a full reveal because, but my full review is Jen was like, do you like it? And I would just give her a face and then move on to the next dessert. Yeah. So it yeah. really wasn't so a was full great. It's going to read but... really well in the video. Um, but me eating the pudding? That's not pudding. That's not pudding. Um, the desserts were good. Um, I wish they had had more savory. I think a, a better Please. balance because literally all they had was cheese and crackers. And it was just like little cubes of cheese. It was kind Which of- we knew that. We did. We knew because before the party, I want to, you know what? I am going to talk about this very briefly before we talk about the dessert party. Yes, the I'm listening. Few, the few, like the hour before- really important because Jen and I, Jen looked at me and she was like, cause we were on the high of seeing each other, obviously. And then she looked at me and she was like, fine, we'll eat. Oh, no. Yeah, that is and not so, true. That is not uh, true. Oh, I said, I'm oh. going to pass out if we don't go eat. <laughs> Which I've never been to quick service at Grand Flow. I don't, I could never been. And it I was, was like, okay. It was the veggie burger was just okay, but it tasted it weird. It was it literally, uh, I felt like I was eating little shop of horrors with ketchup. Like However, it, just kind of, it was a good shot of protein and it did get us through. So oh, it that did. part was it good. Did. Yeah. And that was the main point. And we had a great little meeting with- I still need to pay you back for that, by the way. <laughs> I'm waiting. Um, then again, we, we we did a lot this week. Um, it was a lot the, of creative um, counting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but we had a great meeting with our social media manager, Annalise. Yes. Please Yay, follow Annalise. us on Instagram and at, at Unlimited Time Magic because Annalise's work is just incredible. We're still- uh, on Instagram, like we're still answering stuff and answering DMs and stuff. So and, and responding to comments all the time. But now we have a person that helps delegate stuff, and it's she's just incredible, and her work is just so good. And she's really talented. You can there tell was a, a difference did, when she did a little photo shoot with us over at the Grand Floridian, and she did such an amazing job. I was so happy with those pictures. So 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 cute. But in that pre time before the party, we ate. We really stay, I always think conserve your energy. <laughs> so I was like, we were very, very chill. We were all dressed up. We took photos. And then by the time we actually got into the park, I looked at Jen and I said, in two or three hours, I'm not going to want to take a single photo. So let's take photos now. And she agreed. And so we took all those amazing photos next to Jungle Cruise. I wanted the photos when it was light out and not when it was dark. Jungle Cruise uh, was a walk-on, which was yeah, great. Yeah, which and I never do Jungle Cruise. So um, it was super, super fun, super cute. All the skippers were so great with us. 
because they were like, oh, you are in the right place. Why aren't, why aren't you started your shift yet? <laughs> it was like, it was very, very cute fun. and fun. So yeah, and then of, co- of course we talked about the fireworks um, and then the dessert party, to go back to the dessert party. Um, the desserts were all based off of villains. My favorite though was the cast member who was like, does anything look a little, little like odd about these desserts? And we both were like, oh, they're based off villains. She goes, mm-hmm. And I said, so is that, that's the Cruella one? Is that the um, evil queen one? I don't know. And we're like, that's so you- right. I forgot that. She's like, I think it's just supposed to be Halloween. And I'm like, you literally just told us that they were. And all I said, oh, is those. this one? Is this one, Madam Mim? No, just a pumpkin. Just. A- <laughs> and you're like, you didn't need to say anything. You could have just said, look how cool these desserts were. But instead, that's really funny. <laughs> whatever. It was a, a lot of puddings. <laughs> a lot of puddings. A lot of puddings. There was a toffee nut pudding. Yeah. With like a piece of like kettle corn on it. Right. That was pretty good. I remember liking that. My favorite thing out of everything was the um, apple crisp cinnamon crepe in yeah. the sign, all like in the shape of a Mickey Mouse with the dust. It was. And really, they were like, making those right there like so that was really cool I mean if you if we had not done if we tried to not do anything else and we were like we're just going to do the dessert party the parade the fireworks and the Sanderson sisters do you know what I'm saying like that would have been plenty for an evening but again for two people that was a $400 night so you have to really think through priorities you know what I need more of what I want a special episode of Unlimited Time Magic meant just for me. I want a great community. I want voting privileges. And sometimes I want to be harassed by Liam Bunn. And all of that can be yours. You know what I want? What? For you never to do that voice again. And also to be in the shot. <laughs> so seriously, we would love it if you would join us on Patreon. But there's no pressure. I'm holding sunscreen because Liam just bought it for me. But yeah, there's no, no pr- pressure. There's no pressure, but, but you might get... So think of Patreon as your own sunblock. Without us, you could survive, but you'd be burned. We cannot do what we do without you. Do be do. You can find our Patreon by searching in the search engine at patreon.com or in our link tree found in our Instagram. For as little as $5 a month, you get one bonus episode every single month, behind the scenes footage, helpful tricks and hints to your favorite parks, and one really great community. Links can be found in the link tree. Um, I just think if we had kids, I'm like, I was like, it's Jen and I are children. So the, and I, I, it's so funny guys this week, especially, I just had a real big lesson on like, how do I, I I set my boundaries in the right place. Cause I also Mm -hmm. had Halloween Horror Nights this week. So, and I'm typically there until one or two in the morning. And last night it was last night. I purposely, cause Sundays I usually open the mountain. I don't close. But I traded shifts with somebody because I was like, I know I'm going to be tired from Horror Nights. I left Horror Nights last night at 9 p.m. <laughs> yeah. But hey, by like- the way, uh, comment if you want this to happen. But Liam thinks that next year he should take me to Horror Nights. But he's going to pre he's going to yeah. pre-screen them for me. And he's going to be that dad that like 
make sure the cast member knows that the little girl that he's with is going to lose her, you know, she what? Pee herself. so, so just she like, won't pee herself. I don't know. I, cause I've seen videos before where like, you can kind of, and you would know how to do this obviously. Cause you used to work the horror nights. Like there's a look you can give that kind of says, do not freak this person out or she'll like throw up on you. <laughs> like this could be really yeah, bad. Because Jen does have some boundary stuff with like violence and gore, which I do. everybody and has I don't their like, own thing. I don't like jump scares. Like, and, but I feel like, like it could be really funny if if I went. So like, anyway. I think we could we could because I get oh, honestly we should have done it this year because I comp passes to Horror Nights, um, and Jen's gonna literally pay money to do two houses and be like I'm good for the year. Yeah, um, well, and and jump scares don't traumatize me; they just freak me out. So I right. wouldn't mind jump scares, but I I just can't do serious gore stuff you know what right. it is liam i have two my imagination is too powerful for me some imagination huh um that's, and an, I, that's an episode one reference yeah it is that has and an active imagination i get i can't differentiate between what's right. really happening to me and, and, and doing fake. the thing right so it could be bad anyway it could be terrible you know how like when when someone's cousin has a baby and you're like this this is the best documented baby in the history of babies because every single second right. of their life is on film somewhere. That's right. how I feel about the Disney wish. I don't know that there have, has ever in the history of Disney having new things been anything that has been better documented than this ship. Yeah. Nobody needs another ship tour. Nobody needs another like here are all of the specifics. So I really tried to just experience things and then take the viewer with me to experience the thing. I try to do that anytime I vlog. Right. I'm not that person. Like I'm never the person that's going to be like this ride opened yesterday and I'm here today. Like I'm, I'm going to take you with me on the experience part of it. You know what I mean? Like I just, I don't have the, I just love the that. statement of this ride opened yesterday. So I'm here today. <laughs> Cause even when Jen's super professional, she didn't make it on open day. No, never, 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 never. Oh my <laughs> yeah, gosh. Even me at my best is not going to drop that. It's still not um, going to happen. No, I'm really, really pumped. And I think that's genuinely why people watch you anyways, is to watch Jen the Forge. You're raging dum dum. No, um, to be <laughs> to be on the streets, living her own experience, and yep. people just get to backpack with you, whatever you're doing. And I well, think and I was having a real like, and I shared this with you a little bit. I was having like a lot of insecurities before yeah. I left on this trip, like ridiculous, crazy. I knew they didn't make sense, but just like. And just being really vulnerable, like I'm old, I'm ugly, I have no business doing this. And it really was meeting viewers and not because they recognize me, but having them tell me what my videos have meant to them, having people mm -hmm. tell me what our podcast has meant to them, that really helped me so much. I can't even tell you like that just really helped me change my perspective on things yeah. doing this. And, you know, I, I think anybody doesn't matter if you're 18 or 40 or 52 or 70 getting in front of a camera and having to show your face on a regular basis it starts to mess with your head you start to see flaws and faults and there's this really weird headspace that i can get into and right. i was chatting with some other friends that are youtubers about it and they were like yeah happens all the time like, and one of my friends was even like, I had to leave a trip once and I'm not going to say who to protect their, you know, confidentiality, Privacy, but right. I was in the middle of a trip and I went home 
because I just got in this weird headspace where I literally could not put my face in front of a camera. And now that I've been doing it five years, I'm starting to, I'm starting to learn. Like it's one thing when you have intrusive, crazy thoughts about yourself that you know are wrong, and then you right. can kind of hold them captive and go, "Okay, I'm I'm acknowledging this feeling. The feeling is valid, but it's not accurate. So we're gonna work our way through that." But yeah, so the cruise was incredible. Um, I absolutely love cruising yeah. so much. Jen, uh, literally did- at the end of. Not so scary. I was like, we really need to take a company cruise. I know. I was like, hey, how many, so you get a cast member discount. How many uh, staterooms can you get with that cast member discount? Because we need to make that happen. Yeah, Um, might as well. I'll I'll podcast at sea. I have nothing bad to say about the Disney wish. I absolutely adored it. One piece of feedback, and I'm actually getting ready to do my survey today that really bothered me. And the more that I think about it, the more it bothers me. I was just talking about it on Twitter. The cruise director, Jimmy, who seemed like a lovely man, he was funny, he was engaging. He kept making, and I already told you about this, Liam, he kept making gender stereotypes and hetero stereotypes as though every single person on that cruise was part of a nuclear hetero family. And not only that, but men are bad at packing and women love to shop and guys watch sports and women do their nails like it was right. so weird and it felt like announcements at our old church you know where it's like and guys as you're watching the game and the ladies are out using your credit card and I was like what is happening right now and even literally I don't think I even told you this the debarkation video this is an actual quote and it's it plays on your in-room tv now guys I know that you aren't the ones that helped with the packing but please don't make your wives do all the work as they're packing up to leave pitch in and help them out and I was like is this Jimmy I guess Jimmy's gotta go how old is Jimmy 40s maybe oh Jimmy needs to go it was weird so I mean weird like even Weird. weird for not even Disney, right? Who has an inclusivity friggin' key. Right. I'm like, hi, Jimmy. Would you please go back to traditions and study the inclusivity key? It, it Because I would say that demographic, okay, the gender stereotypes are inexcusable under any circumstances. Because right. guess what? Even heteronuclear families, maybe the dad is the one who is the packer. Do you know what I mean? Like that's like just- He's the at-home person and mom's yeah, the worker. That was it's just bizarre. But yeah. then when I looked around the ship, less than half of the ship met that demographic. You had two mom families, you had two dad families, you had transgender, you know, moms, dads, you had um, single families, you had right. friends sailing together, you had straight couples and gay couples. It was like, you're not even talking to an audience that represents like especially specifically the disney audience so like not that i agree with the behavior but it'd be a little different if it was like royal caribbean like maybe (laughs) like i would say the gender stereotype part is just just gross (laughs) well just be fair all of it was gross you should in this day and age and and I actually had somebody say on Twitter that they went on on the wish the DVC member wish cruise so it would have been the same cruise director and they are a gay couple and she said I felt like we weren't supposed to be there Mm, and that's she said I felt very othered 
I felt very much like this cruise is mainly for these heterosexual families with a mom and a dad and kids. And right. by the way, very stereotypical dad drinks beer and watch sports and mom shops. Right. And everybody else is just along for the ride and how cute that you showed up. Weird, super weird. So that is the one bit of feedback. And what's funny is in my old job at the church, we had to, because I was over all of that, we we had to call people out on it quite a bit because it does make you feel like you're in the wrong place. It's like Jen and I talk about it all the time. We literally say the word guys a lot. Yeah, and we're trying to tr- we're trying to de-gender that. language because it doesn't actually matter. Me saying folks yes. or me saying like at Disney, we always said pals. Yeah. Like no matter who we were talking about, what character we were talking about, who we were working with, it was like, hey pal, what's up? And at we- one point it's kind of like a backstabby joke. You're like, hey, pal. Hey, pal. <laughs> but but it, it's funny versus guys is gender specific. I don't, my, it's not my intention, but that's still, that language is but, still somewhat aggressive. So that, it, yeah, that's going to be my one. And I mean, that's our yeah. own trauma in the gay community too. I mean, within, my, I have the privilege of, of being a, a white cisgendered man still, you know, so sure I'm like queer and on that spectrum. But at the end of the day, we all carry our own trauma when it comes to how we were treated as kids or like I was always known as the um, as the old soul kid. Right. And right. really, that's just trauma. That's just the way I have to survive. Yeah. Um, again, being an adult and looking back on this. Well, it doesn't help that you're always therapy. talking about the Carol Burnett show. Can I be honest? Yeah, it's true. Um, but it's <laughs> it's important too to it's it's great that you are seeing other people's essentially trauma responses to be to those simple things, quote unquote, that aren't actually that simple. They're the things that get added onto a fence of attack, essentially, or of what you said of basically making me feel less than just simply because you're so lazy to not even change your language. That's it. And aren't, don't we have enough division? It's, do we really is that really but then you're in a position too of like oh but then if i am i any better for quote unquote attacking another person for not using inclusive language but at the end of the day it's like for me i would say we are better no it's (laughs) and it's like and i think uh the reason i use the word attack is because i hear it used a lot when it comes to bringing up inclusive language or right you know all the time i talk about it at disney that i am the first person to bring something up if something doesn't feel equal or correct when it comes to guests with disabilities. I take that very seriously. And to some extent, I'm a bit of an asshole about it because I feel strongly that, you know, and I, I know for a hand, like for a fact that Disney has a whole entire department dedicated to uh, serving our guests with disabilities. However, in the crossfire of everyday life, with working with a myriad of different people from walks of life, including the, that cruise director, right? I bet his intention isn't let's talk down, right? But it's these little things that add to a much bigger picture that causes exactly. someone else's trauma. And and I just think someone needs to. It's just so a one of two things. Okay, but one of two things are happening. He's either doing it intentionally, in which case he needs to be fired. Correct. Or he's just not aware. In which Correct. case, I would hope that by my giving that very specific feedback, um, and I have and already on Twitter, I have been proven that I'm not the only person that felt that there. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Correct. That someone would have a conversation with him 
and say, we need to remember our audience. And specifically, we need to remember the children in our audience and that not all of them are in the same kind of home situation. Right. You know, and I think so, the company would agree, just like the yeah, guests with disabilities, we, we need, just like with other people. I have hands down, well, there's a reason I work for this company. And like, you know, ableism and, you know, I was in a, um, as you saw, because you went and saw my accessible room at the Grand Floridian. And we kept laughing because the door, <laughs> it's for obvious reasons, but you can't shut the door. The door has to shut on by, itself. It, it, by itself. And it took us right. forever to figure that out. But as I was going through the room and we've mentioned our friends, imaginary lemons before we are love them. have them on the show. They're on the fantasy right now. In fact, cruising. Um, I, because of my relationship with them, I view a, an accessible room very differently than I used to. And I notice things that I wouldn't have noticed otherwise. And so I really right. think that's the key understanding that you have a lens that you view the world, but that is not the only lens and you can interact with the world. And, and it's not being politically correct to it's acknowledge that your lens is not the only lens. That's all we have to do. It doesn't take away from my lens. It doesn't mean that I get any less rights. It means that I acknowledge that we all deserve to have a lovely vacation. We all deserve to be able to reach the coffee maker and the microwave and excuse me, go to the bathroom in our hotel in a way right. that is, you know, that, that gives us As basic human, human dignity. Yes, yeah. exactly. And also we always want to reiterate that we are an anti-racist organization here at yes. Unlimited yes. Time Magic, because yes. it, it also you're talking about lenses, you're talking about perspectives. Absolutely. You're also talking about white privilege. Yes. And um, as two people, uh, Jen was ultimately raised in California, but she is currently in the South. I was raised pretty much in the South Florida is like the dumb truck of the South. But um, <laughs> however, uh, it's important to recognize that our, our, you know, privately and publicly, we're working on our own racism inside. Yep. And we're also working on destigmatizing a lot of the things that were helped by companies like Disney, just yep. purely because of the culture and the world we live in. But I, uh, obviously I cannot, I can never speak for the black community, obviously. Uh, but I, I do feel like Disney is constantly trying to widen the lens of accessibility, of diversity, of yeah. uh, more importantly, equality through pay, through opportunity. Um, and we, we also reiterate all of those ideas here at Unlimited because that's the kind of team we want to lead, yo. Yeah, I will say, and you know, I don't want to get into the shows on the the Wish, but I'm going to do a whole review of the shows. But oh, there that's was its really own separate... <laughs> Mm -hmm. There was a really beautiful moment though, because they did make the choice to have the little, to have Ariel played by an African-American performer on the cruise ship, loved the choice. I loved the, it was beautiful. It was, the whole thing was beautiful. She played it beautifully. She was lovely. And I'm it pulling was- up, I am pulling up to end our episode this week at Unlimited episode 11. I am going to pull up a tweet by Josh Gad who voices who voice Olaf because Olaf, yeah. there was one specific, also book of Mormon. <laughs> uh, literally a full on Broadway career. I'm leaving you listeners with a good old classic Josh Gad quote, specifically about racism and white supremacy within cartoons, animation. He says, if you watch a show with dragons, elves, or lightsabers, but can't wrap your head around people of color in the same series, the choice of casting isn't the problem. You are. There you go. There you go. Please, friends, join us on Instagram at, at Unlimited Time Magic. Also, our Patreon is lit. It is so fun over there. It's so stupid. Yeah. I post almost too much. 
Um, we do behind the scenes stuff. You got an extra segment every single month, blah, blah, blah. Ultimately, you are patrons. You are, to quote Jen LaForge, shareholders of our business. Without you guys, we really can't do the show. So thank you so much for an incredible first week and holla to season two, because in a few weeks, we're going to Disneyland. Woohoo! Can't wait. Enjoy the fall, guys. Bye. Love you guys. Bye. Another episode of Unlimited Time Magic is through. Please follow us on Instagram at at Unlimited Time Magic. Support us on Patreon if you'd like to do that. Plenty of benefits. It's really, really great. And we're not on Main Street, but we will see you on Main Street. Look, it's out there. Nailed it.